Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Explore the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system in the new documentary, As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Let's talk about 2023 sleepers next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer, and we're talking sleepers talking about sleepers on the full episode of fantasy football today as well. So make sure you check that out wherever you get your podcasts. And it's kind of hard to do that in uh, early June, because at least for me, sleepers is more about value, right? Breakouts, you know, we'll talk about those later in the week, but breakouts are just like guys who are going to do something they've never done before guys who are going to make the leap to superstardom sleepers. It's more about, Hey, this guy's being under overlooked. So like Josh Jacobs last year, he was like a fifth, sixth round pick. That could have qualified as a sleeper, but I'm going to go a little deeper with my pick, and then we'll get some from Adam Azer here. I'm going with Puka Nakua. I believe I pronounced that right. Fifth round pick out of BYU for the Los Angeles Rams. And look, this offense is going to revolve around Cooper Cup. As long as he's healthy, he's going to be a target hawk. But beyond him, there's a lot of opportunity in this, in this offense. We saw last year the guys who were there, Van Jefferson was coming back from injury. He wasn't great. Tyler Higby really struggled once they started featuring him. So I think there's an opportunity here. Pukunuku has gotten a lot of talk in OTAs. There's been a lot of positive press about him. So if you're looking for someone to throw a late round dart, especially in your deeper leagues, look at him. Adam, yeah. give me some sleepers from you. I've got more mid-round sleepers. So I'm looking at two running backs that I like in the round seven, eight range for very different reasons. James Conner and DeAndre Swift. Conner, because of the workload, he could sure. be close to an every down back. And he was a fantasy star down the stretch last season on one of the worst teams in football. So it's it, even if Kyler's not back, even if they are a train wreck and they stink, he can still be somebody that you basically fall into your must-start territory with James Conner. The other one is DeAndre Swift. And again, it's weird to call him a sleeper, but I think people are sleeping on him. All it's going to take, like, what if Rashad Penny got hurt? Could you imagine something like that? And then <laughs> is he close to an every down back? But they didn't trade for him, so they could not throw to their running backs. Like, they're going to get him the ball. He's not a guy, DeAndre Swift, that needs a ton of touches. So I think he could be super efficient in this offense and could be a nice sleeper with huge upside if there's a Penny injury. Yeah, James Conner probably doesn't have, like, top five upside, but could absolutely be, like, a low-end RB1 just based on volume alone. He's very much a prototypical dead zone RB. We don't really think he's a great player. We certainly don't think the offense is great. So if there's any, you know, competition for playing time, it could really hurt his value. The problem is where's that competition going to come from? Keontae Ingram, Corey Clement. I think those are the other two running backs at the top of their depth chart behind James Conner. So that could be a really tough offense, but what if Kyler Murray's ready by week one or two, all of a sudden, maybe that's a, the 20th best offense in the NFL instead of one of the worst. And it looks a lot more appealing. So I like that one a lot. Give me some other sleepers. Yeah. By the way, I went back, I looked at some quarterbacks who tore their ACLs late in the year 
Uh, Joe Flacco was later mm-hmm. than Tyler. He was back week one. Carson Wentz missed two games, I think. I think RG3 towards ACL in the playoffs, and he was ready yep. for week one. So don't be so... Joe Burrow was not was was around the same time, I believe. Oh, good point. And those guys had um, more serious injuries, some of them did. Uh, so mm-hmm. anyway, uh, I got Gabe Davis. Jamie mentioned him on the, on the full-length podcast. But I've been talking about this one for a while. I think, you know, round eight, round nine on Gabe Davis. He's a great wide receiver four if you go heavy on the position. He's a great bench player, but he's also a fine wide receiver three. Not only was Gabe Davis hurt by his own injury, he was very much hurt by Josh Allen's injury. You could argue he hurt Gabe Davis more than anyone, really took away the deep ball from Josh Allen. Um, so healthy shoulder, uh, Davis healthy. He could be he could be a steal late in drafts. Yeah, it was a high ankle sprain for Gabe Davis in week two, right? And that's that's one where you look at the the snap percentage and he played 98% of the snaps, missed a game, played 96%, was basically a full-time player for the full season. But a lot of that was just running downfield go routes. They weren't really using him. So I, I look at it kind of both ways, right? I look at it and say, well, he got this big opportunity and didn't do a lot with it last year, but it's also how healthy was he when he had that opportunity? And you know, Dalton Kincaid was added potentially to be that big slot guy, but there's still not a ton of competition for targets outside of uh, Stefan Diggs in that Bills offense. Uh, do you have any other sleeper picks? Yeah, one more. Russell Wilson. I might be the last one who believes sure. in him, but <laughs> you know, I got this stat for you. In 2018 and 19, Aaron Rodgers threw 51 touchdowns combined. In the next two seasons, he threw 85 touchdowns and won two MVPs. Tom Brady had a career bounce back when we thought he was done in fantasy. Maybe Sean Payton is the trick. They spent big on two offensive linemen uh, in Denver. So I I think he's really worth a pick as a backup quarterback in a one QB league. I don't think it's too late for Russell Wilson to be a great quarterback. Yeah. And Russell Wilson, the thing for him last season, especially was look, he wasn't great anywhere on the field. It was a real struggle for him. Uh, But like you said, new offensive offensive minded coaching staff and Sean Payton. We, we have a lot of faith in him, but really it's just, he was like mediocre between the twenties. And then when they got into the red zone, he was just one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, especially, I think there was a little bit of a bump late in the season, but for most of the season, he was just a disaster in the red zone. If he just goes back to, you know, we're talking about one of the, a guy who was one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the NFL for most of his career before last year, really. So, you know, if he bounces back, there's still a lot of talent on that offense. Javante Williams may not be 100%, so they might have to lean on the pass. That could be a situation where there is room for a big bounce back for Russell Wilson. I like that one. If you're not taking an early round quarterback, I think pairing him with, you know, an Anthony Richardson uh, gives you a lot of upside at the quarterback position. So that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back later in the week to talk more breakouts and busts as we're doing on the full episode of fantasy football today. And we'll see you then. It's the NFL offseason, but on pick six, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, pick six has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.